0: Recorded live Union Inn, Washington, D.C. 1112, 1114, 3rd Street, Northeast We are Steps to Noma Gallaudet Metro Nice, brisk walk to Union Station And a leisurely jaw to the Capitol, Capitol Hill I am The illustrious Innkeeper Freddie, Host extraordinaire Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Guest Book Podcast. Yeah. Yes indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. It is Guestbook Podcast. And we have a Mr. Stetson Marlin. And this is his intro music. What song is this?
1: Candy Paint by Post Malone.
0: why did you choose this song?
1: I really like him. He started started from just basically nothing. His music's really good. Um, kind of different in the rap culture. I kind of like kind of like some of the stuff like that there's he's probably one of the better ones he can he can switch up he goes from like r&b stuff also goes to rap stuff so he's he switches up a lot which i like him
0: yeah his first song was uh white iverson right mm-hmm. yeah i used to like that song a whole lot. that
1: first album was good and then his last album was really good as well
0: okay now you are from nashville tennessee correct all right tell me about life in nashville tennessee
1: it's growing for sure. Um whenever I was young, it was not as busy as it is now, but these last two or two or three years it's crazy how it's grown.
0: Country music. When I think when I hear Nashville, Tennessee, I think Justin Timberlake and I think country music, okay? And you said that you have not met Justin Timberlake. I've not met Justin Timberlake. Okay. Does he does he go there often? Like do you does Nashville know when Justin Timberlake is in town?
1: I would say so. I I he, I know he does concerts there. Okay. But I've not met him, and I I do like his music, though.
0: And country music, is that still the predominant, like... For sure. Okay.
1: For sure. I'll I'll listen to country music, not as much as some of my friends, but I I enjoy country music. But, I mean, like you said, it's crazy. They have the Country Music Hall of Fame there in Nashville, and there's always concerts. They have the uh, CMA Fest there every single year, so... Last year Two two years ago Whenever the Preds Were in the Stanley Cup They had The CMA Fest And the Stanley Cup Finals there At the same time And it was Insane how many people Were there So But yeah It's Country music there Still Very widely regarded
0: There's a couple streets That are in Nashville Like downtown Or maybe close Broadway. to downtown Broadway Okay is, Broadway yeah. And that's where all Your live music mm-hmm. venues are There's
1: all There's I would say Ten bars Down that Just down Just Broadway And every single one of those every night has somebody different playing and sometimes they're even the big ones because the florida georgia lawn they even made a bar down there and i i don't know if they perform in there or not but they have people perform there all the time
0: now you were quite the sportsman in high school i believe right yes sir (laughs) all right tell me all the sports that you played
1: i played baseball grew up playing baseball and then played it all four years i didn't really um get to see much action my freshman year as much as my two best friends, but, uh, I ended up playing a little bit later in the end of the year, but then yeah, baseball is my favorite sport. I ended, I started uh sophomore year through senior year and played every position besides shortstop and outfield and I guess catcher, but I wasn't that athletic or not athletic, but I wasn't that, um, nimble. I couldn't get down much, but for, that's why I was usually first base or pitcher.
0: So, okay. And pitcher, were you more of a Nolan Ryan, just fastball type guy? Were you a knuckleball type dude? Were you a guy who was a marksman that could hit your spots? I would definitely say
1: marksman. I wasn't a knuckleballer, although that would be a great pitch to have in high school baseball because nobody sees that. Um, but yeah, I would say I was a markman. marksman. I would hit my spot. I didn't wow people with my velocity, but my curveball was my go to pitch. I usually through that as much as I did my fastball.
0: Okay. So, what was the fastest fastball you throw?
1: Um, my friends make fun of me all the time cuz they didn't say I was in the 80s, but I hit on a um a radar gun, I hit 81 one time. All right. So, Shoot. that's not that's not college worthy, which I wish it was, but who knows. It's faster than it's, most people yeah, can it's throw. It's faster than most people can
0: throw. <laughs> all right. And what other sports you play?
1: I played football for one year. I actually, i played it when i was younger for one year and um my first game i got blindsided so that was not a very good experience so i'd ended up, ended up not I, I just really wasn't the guy for contact didn't like getting hit too much but uh i ended up playing my senior year my one of my friends passed away and so i ended up playing football like basically old. to honor him um and then what was his name mickey martin okay yeah
0: um, and you said he, he, he was on the football team? He
1: was on the football team. He was an heck, a heck of an athlete. He was on our baseball team, basketball team. He was he did it all. But um, I grew up knowing him, actually. But then he ended up coming to Nashville Christian. He was the do-everything, like I said. He was a punt returner, cornerback, wide receiver, could be a running back. He could throw the ball. Like, But, yeah, we I mean, we honored him throughout the year, which kind of just brought the team – together we were on the edge of making it to the state championship every year uh like one game short every single year and then senior year we won and ended up winning the state championship but yeah i ended up like i said i i wasn't one for contact, so i ended up taking up kicker okay. which i hadn't kicked a ball since i was what eight years old maybe i played soccer when i was younger but i hadn't kicked a ball in forever and then try kicking i ended up not start or not starting my what first three games maybe but then ended up won the kicking competition and that's where i made my 45 yarder to secure my starting spot and ended up staying the rest of the year and so although i wasn't perfect at kicking extra points i still did my job and wanted helped helped win us a state championship not won us but helped win us win
0: so so mickey martin passed away before it the was, start of the senior year?
1: Yes, it was actually 1 day before our first scrimmage. Mm. Yeah, and it was tough, but I that I I wasn't on the team at the time actually. Um we me and my brother did work study there at Nashville Christian where I went to high school and we hung out. We're going to go to a baseball game that night. We found the news he'd passed away and then the football team played East East High School the next night and the coach asked if the players wanted to play and although it was tough for all of them they said they wanted to do a Donnerham and that was a tough game and then we ended up playing Pro Cone the next week and I hate to dog on them right now but our kickers weren't very good that game and that's when I started I was like you know Surely I could do as good as these guys. And I'm not lying. That night, my friends make fun of me for it, but that night I watched Rob Baronis, who was the former kicker of the Tennessee Titans. I watched him for like two hours just to like learn everything. Went up to the coach the next day. I was like, hey, coach, I really want to kick. Like I want to do it in honor of Mickey, but just seeing the struggle at this position, I think I could do it. And so ended up like working over the weekend. Luckily, the defensive lineman coach that we got he played at Georgetown um here in DC yes he um his friend coach Cromer, was a kicking coach he almost went to the NFL he actually tried it on in an NFL combine and so he came he was doing some um work here in Nashville i think he was getting his masters so he ended up becoming our kicking coach and me and him had the had a great year we just Messed around, but he also helped me get so much better at kicking. So I attribute my uh, skill, kicking skills, to him for sure.
0: And was the starter always kicking the extra points as well? Yes, okay. usually.
1: I didn't do I didn't do kickoffs, so I'll say that. And it was
0: because you didn't want to well.
1: well I, I, I did get a tackle. I only got I got my only tackle that year on a kickoff. Okay. Um, but the uh, kickoff. So for kick or an extra point, you only take three steps back and to the side kickoff it's 10 8 or 10 steps and I could never get my timing down on that and I would kick it maybe 25 30 yards Mm. and so that's not very good obviously but I would I was like yeah I'm not going to do that and so
0: now what's the line where you kick off from for high school
1: I want to say the 40 yard line I know I think for college it's 35 but for high school it's 40 if I remember correctly it's been like 4 years so
0: I remember something where they were thinking about making all kickoffs fair catches just to kind of safeguard against people getting hurt on kickoffs. Cause w- I believe that's the play where people get the most injuries. Yeah, that
1: was in college. They, it was actually this last year. They moved it any, anywhere inside. If you fair catch it anywhere inside the 25 yard line, you get it. It's either at the 20 or 25 yard line. You get it at the 25 just to,
0: um, I guess safety yeah, yeah, for safety measures. All right. Now, what was the name of your school again? Nashville Christian. Nashville Christian. You won the mm-hmm. state championship. 2015. Okay. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, it was it was an awesome experience.
0: So, you graduated and went to University of Tennessee? I did. And there are three different University of Tennessees, right?
1: Technically. Um, <laughs> Technically. <not. I> guess, <laughs> but the I guess one you, you go say, to is the real one, well, right? Well, uh, yeah, UT Knoxville is the main one, and then there's UT Chat or Chattanooga, um, and then UT Martin, and... The, they they always said this. I actually visited U T Martin and thought about going there as my second choice. They every person that graduates there gets a UT diploma. So it doesn't matter if you went to UT Knoxville, Chattanooga or Martin. Same one. It's UT diploma. But still I get to say that I
0: went to na U T Knoxville, so And that's the same school that Peyton Manning graduated from, right? You're correct. All right. Uh so, um what's your major? Sports journalism.
1: As you can tell I lost talking about sports, so all right. It's Easy to stay in that profession.
0: Yes, indeed. And when you graduate, what are you hoping to do?
1: Stay in sports. Um, if I could, I really would love to work for a sports team, whether that's being like a SID or sports information director or taking stats for a team, even if it's something so small as that. Um, I would love to work for my favorite sports teams, whether that be the Atlanta Braves or the National Predators or even go back uh, the, t- the Tennessee volunteers if I could, or even the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. So there's, there's definitely many opportunities. It's just on how hard I pursue them,
0: I guess. So and, and do you see the output of what you do most likely being over the audio medium, the visual medium, the writing medium,
1: honestly, wherever it takes me. Cause I know, I know in sports, especially you have to have a multitude of stuff. So I would, like to stay more of writing but it like you said it helps to have podcast or be able to go interview somebody
0: do radio stuff so it, it helps for each each one of those things and do you have any experience with say writing say for a publication or doing audio for yes. say, a radio station or a podcast
1: i have I, I do a lot of writing online um i started back when i was a freshman i guess in college i wish i had started earlier in high school but i started writing for a local publication there the school publication there's the daily sports beacon I did that for a little bit but I, I I covered soccer there mainly and I'm not a big soccer fan so I was kind of like I kind of rather just go see if I can start my own thing so I think it was I did I made my own site because just I like I wanted to just cover s- something and so I think my first one of my first articles was talking about the Houston Astros that's when they won the World Series two years ago, and so I started talking about that. Started my own site, and then what's the name of your site again? The Steady Sports Talk. Okay. That's that's the one I originally started, but then that was kind of done to basically put something good on my resume. Um, and then there was a site, or actually, yeah, publication back in Nashville. It's called. It was started off the Bellevue Sports Weekly. Uh, started there. I think in December of 2016, um, and I've been there since. I I cover my old high school, Nashville Christian, and cover Ensworth, which has helped put out a bunch of different college athletes all over the place. Couple guys that are in the NFL. Um, but then I cover that. Do anything from baseball, football, basketball. I did previews for the for different football teams this year, so I got to talk to a couple of coaches there and talk to a couple of the players there as well. So that was something interesting, something new I got to do, but do that. And then there's this site called 10 truth, which I write for. I wish I could pick it up a little more, but these last few weeks, months have been very busy with school as I'm getting close to graduating. So I haven't had my focus there, but there I get to cover the Vols, the Titans, the Preds. So it's kind of just a bunch of different things there so that's been fun and, and that's then, written
0: right that's written yes okay. and it's 10 truth with two ends, right yes like t-e-n-n-t-r-u-t-h yes. correct right.
1: and then lastly for re- for writing i covered it was tennessee high school football and so i did east tennessee coverage just because i was a student up in ut knoxville and i would i went to a couple of the big game i would every week i picked a big game of the week and i would go usually go to that game and just talk I would I would preview the game and then just send in the final score or something, like, something like that kind of hope to uh stay there and do more coverage just this next year but I kind of I, I would I wouldn't mind going into radio just because it helps to have more opportunities but me and my friends and I are starting a podcast which it'll be interesting to see where it goes but we're going to be talking arguing I guess about sports if you want to say um the talk sports media so That's something that we're going to try and start That's the name of it? The Talk Sports Media, yes.
0: All right. And you're basically talking about current sports events on a national or even global scale.
1: Even something like that. I mean, each of us likes something different. So I like baseball. I like hockey, which not many other guys like in that group. My friend Cam, he's a big Marlins fan. I'm a big Braves fan. So we uh, argue about that. He's the guy kind of getting the podcast going. Um, Big football fan. More than I would say all of us here. Hutch, he's a big Knicks fan. He likes to get everybody uh, riled up, likes to argue. But I do, too, so I can't say anything about yeah, it. So is he like the troll of the group? Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, and then my friend Peyton, he likes soccer more than us. So he, he kind of does that. But he also is a big Duke fan. So all of us are big Tennessee fans. He's a big Duke fan. Kind of mess with him all the time. And then Mackie, he's from New Jersey. He's a big Knicks fan, too. So kind of feel sorry for him as well. But he also likes – he's he does marketing, too. So that helps. Just I guess it's it's we're all just a big different group of, kind of people hodgepodge. that just yeah, hodgepodge and just we work together, argue about sports. And then obviously my brother, he's he's a huge mass fan. I think he might get started in that as well. And he'll do some designs for us as well if we if we actually get on a bigger level, which I hope we do someday.
0: I hope you do as well you had said that there was a class that you took called sports media and culture. Mm-hmm. You said that that was a class that so far throughout your matriculation through college, um, you've taken the most, for, most from as concerned sports journalism. Why it is. is
1: that? It's different from the other sports classes I've had so far. The other ones were just sports writing. So we'd cover like a recap or a preview of a game. Um, we would have quizzes about s- current sports events. So like, who? What was the score of the last Tennessee game? So that was that was fun, but this class it's we learn more about ethics of media, sports media, just different things like how to cover different topics, and that's a big thing that like as a sports journalist you have to know how to cover many different things like just like the Kaepernick situation for example, or how to cover a story about money. Like, the, like like, Bryce Harper or something like that. There's all different avenues that you have to learn about, and that this class that I'm taking currently is a class that I think will help me and help all of the guys and girls in that class to kind of just learn from it and kind of grow more as a journalist.
0: All right. Ready for the seven questions? I am. Alright. What's called, what? y'all? It's the questions. It's the questions. Boy, It's the, questions. It's the questions. Yeah.
1: Question number one. Book to add to the library. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not much of a reader. Um, but like I said earlier, I'm a big history geek. I put the inner circle. It's by Brad Meltzer. He's more of a guy that covered it's mystery kind of but mystery within the government so that's kind of interests me he uh actually has an entire series this is the start of the series um but it's covering like government secrets conspiracies and that's something that just draws interest and that's why we're here in dc currently so
0: so is it like a a fiction based on non-fiction yeah
1: it it has it's like a fake fake character but then he really includes stuff that you might find in the national archives or like, secrets about, um, like, underground, something in D.C., or just kind of stuff like that. Like a
0: Dan Brown with, uh, what do you call it, um, Angels and Demons mm-hmm. and Da Vinci Code, there you it's, go. It,
1: yeah, I was fixing to say it's kind of like, it's it's basically a book form of uh, National Treasure or, or, like, the movie Da Vinci Code or something like that. So yeah, there you go. Something that interests me for sure.
0: All right, question number two, podcast to subscribe.
1: Um, like I said earlier, I'd say The Pat McAfee Show or outkick the coverage for sports. I don't really listen to other sp- other podcasts, but
0: um if, so, so both if you them. had to choose one of those, which one would you pick?
1: Well, wow. uh I would say the Pat McAfee show. All right, so why that one? Um he's different. He's not just talking about sports, just boring about it, you know. He's he brings he's funny and then he also brings in a ton of guests like at times he he brought in Adam Schefter just different just different media personnel to kind of like help build
0: his brand so now is his background in sports journalism as well
1: well yes he did sports he played football and then he kind of got he he did barstool sports for a while and then he branched out from that and started his own podcast like he did podcast for barstool but now he started his own show and it's it's a huge hit. I actually just subscribe to it. So, all right.
0: Number three, something that you didn't know that you needed until you got it.
1: (laughs) I was joking around with this earlier. Um, but I would say a push to start car. So I had a old, uh, not an old Oh five Mustang and the key to it would break often. And so I had athletic tape that I just continually wrapped around it. And so it wouldn't break. Um, but then I recently got a, New Nissan Altima, and man, I tell you what—that it's so easy to start the car. I, I I don't even have to like get it out of my pocket. I can, if the key is just near me, I can press the button to the side. I don't have to get my keys out of my pocket, just start the car. It's it's awesome, so easy. But I didn't I didn't think I would need it, but now that I have it, it's Can't do awesome. It. Yeah, for sure.
0: Can you start the car from inside the house? No,
1: I wish I could. Okay. Uh, if, if I think there, you can add that to the car. So. If, I'm, if I keep this car for a while, I might do that. Especially if I was to live up here, for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get too cold down no, in Nashville. Not at all. Yeah. And I keep it in the garage currently, so okay. it doesn't usually get too cold. All right. So you're good. All right. Uh, number four, bucket list place to travel. This is a place in the world that you have been to that you would recommend the listeners add to their bucket list.
1: Um, I see around here, other people have other stuff, but um, I'm going to stick back home in Tennessee. I would say the Smoky Mountains. Okay. Those are... That's an awesome place. The Gatlinburg areas is, is cool. Um, you just have different views.
0: Now the Smokies span across it's, a couple it's, states, right? It does. So we got it's Tennessee, North Carolina. There's a part in Georgia, I think, too. As well, I think I think the very end to, uh, might be in Georgia. I, it's
1: something. I know it's it's huge. I would I said that because uh, we actually have rented a cabin up in Gatlinburg, the Smoky Mountain area, a few times. And the view from the top of the mountain, which we where we were at, it was amazing. Like there was days we would wake up above the clouds, and just just looking down over even the city at times, but just looking over, just seeing the entire span of the mountains was it was awesome. Something That's that you don't see maybe like here or other places.
0: That's a great answer. Yeah, I've actually had guests that have come from outside the U.S. just okay. to go and hike oh, in really? the Smokies. Yeah, yeah.
1: when. A couple of my mom and dad's friends they they love to go hiking, and I'm pretty sure they go there
0: all the time so now Gatlinburg is in Tennessee
1: yes okay. it's in it's about an hour out of Knoxville, so it's a short trip for a bunch of college students if we want to that'd be
0: an hour east, right yes, sir okay number five fifty mile <laughs> detour restaurant is a restaurant that's so good that if you're going between point A and point B and you're within fifty miles of this restaurant, it makes sense to detour off of the direction you would have otherwise gone just to eat there.
1: I narrowed this down to two answers, but I know I have to, I know I have to pick one now. I'm um, both of them. Mm. I said either the crab trap or Louis Louis. Those places, those both are in Destin, Florida, which is where we go vacation a lot. Um, Those places are, I love seafood. So as do I, yeah, those places are probably my two favorite. They, they vary in different foods, but it's as far as like, if you're going to like a place to get good crab legs, crab trap is that. And then if you're going to a place to, it's kind of, it's the, the Louie Louie's is very different from other places. It's got five things on the menu. And so, you gotta you not much to choose from, but those two things you choose from, man, they are amazing. And that's when you know it's good. Yes. Some of the best places
0: have the shortest menus. Exactly. Um, are either of these a place where you can go, like say you're renting a cabin or you have a house on the beach or something, you can go there and buy like a bushel, or is it only sit down and eat there? Sit down and eat. Okay. All and right.
1: then the 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 best thing about the crab trap is that you can while you're waiting, you can walk out on the beach and it's like it's on a public beach, but it's it's awesome. Yeah. Super fun.
0: The whole that whole the beaches along the panhandle are really really nice. Oh, it's yeah. a complete different experience complete, than uh, complete, south yeah. or I'm sorry, to South Florida, I mean the East Coast or on the West Side mm-hmm. down by Tampa and yeah. Bradenton and Naples and Sarasota. Uh so which one?
1: I'm going to go crab trap just cuz I love crab legs. Okay. And
0: that's and the eat. one where you can walk out into the beach, right? Exactly. And it's in Destin, Florida? You Destin, said? Florida? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Number six, your number one skill is your number one honed craft, something that you've worked at? Adapting. Ooh, good answer. Um, I kind of related it to
1: sports just because I was able to adapt well trying out different sports, but also it helps. Like, I've be- been able to adapt well with just in colleges too. Like, just at first, I was kind of like a homebody. I was kind of afraid of going to college for a little bit, but then I adapted well there. Got. I hung out with friends a lot, and so I was kind of like, "I." It's not like I don't want to go back, but it's also kind of like I'll just really have fun there. So, I think I would. I, I think I adapt well to many places,
0: so that helps. All right. Last, but certainly not least, your number one talent, this uh, is your innate proficiency. This
1: is this was easy for me. I would, you could tell, uh,
0: talking about sports, <laughs> you didn't have to work at it. All it just came out. It
1: just yeah, easily, man. I could. I can argue. I mean heck or drive back i could argue about sports the entire time so i mean i would that's easily that by far my favorite talent
0: okay you got anything you want to promote any shout outs um i
1: i guess just the sites that i work for uh 10 truth follow that um the talk sports media we currently are doing twitter um are we have like we're actually getting a good bit of contributors right now just to Across America, different sports, all that. So,
0: so on Twitter, what is your handle?
1: At T Talk Sports, and then I am gonna go ahead promote myself as well. All right. Twitter name is Stetson Marlin
0: Eight. Wow, there is seven others.
1: Well, no, there is not, but I just the eight was my number that I loved, and I just that's me. All right. So,
0: anything on Instagram?
1: Instagram is Stetson underscore Marlin.
0: Okay. Cool. Well, Stetson, thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you for, for having uh, me. It was awesome. Coming on the podcast. Uh, thanks to the Marlin family for staying in Union Inn. It's been perfect. It's been so an man. absolute pleasure having you stay. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed your time in DC. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, right. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another episode of Guest Book Podcast. As you already know, I'm the illustrious Innkeeper Freddie. uh You can check us out at uh, unionndc.com if you want to stay at the inn, or if you want to shoot me an email. Inkeeper at unionndc.com you want to check us out on instagram at unionndc at guestbookpod at innkeeper real simple thank you so much for listening please like comment subscribe all that good stuff and we will see you next week And I'm not sure if you could hear, ladies and gentlemen, we have a studio audience for this (laughs) podcast. How are you doing over there, Karen?